how do you influence somebody that they're going to like the scent of a perfume? That seems so freaking bizarre to me. But I have seen people, girls go, unbox, oh my gosh, this latest Tom Ford, whatever it is. And then it's like, here's the reveal. Well, we're back with a second episode. Our second episode of My Mom Has a Secret Podcast. Yay! We made it to round we two. We did. <laughs> All right. So to kind of circle back around to where we left off last time, it was the dolphin debacle. <laughs> yes. And you kind of agreed at the end. You weren't like super contesting the fact that dolphins breathe above right. water right. Mm -hmm. via blowhole. Mm -hmm. The only thing was when I said I knew I was right and that you were wrong, you were going to have to take three shots. And we say it's 10 o'clock somewhere and that's here. Yeah. It's 10 a.m. <laughs> so we're going to rain check the three shots, but I'm not going to forget about it. Okay. So just randomly make me have to take them when yeah sometime. we may be at the farmer's market and I'll have a little swig of fireball in my pocket. Well, that'll be fun. That, <laughs> that's fine. I'll make sure to record it though. So that way we can show it to the yeah. <laughs> folks to on YouTube. One. Yep. That works. <laughs> um, Stanley Cup follow up. Yeah. Tell so. me about that. So you went to a Starbucks. I did. Um, she wasn't as fun as I would, I wanted her to be, but it was fine. She was like, yeah, I would use it if you cleaned it up a little bit on the top. Well, we had to kind of point out, we understood it was ratchet yeah, and that it was homemade yeah. and she, she was, I think she was sweet. She was being positive because she didn't know, she didn't know the person that made it was in the passenger seat <laughs> recording True. her. She wanted it though. I think, I think she did. She was low-key like, how can I get this from her and not lose my job? Yep. And yet, I, I have to say, after the last podcast, nobody's ordered a custom Manly Cup. We're going to officially call them the Manly Cups. Mm -hmm. So, Stewie aborted, and I think he's uh, headed over he's to you. He's a traitor. He is a traitor. Look, look, see, we, t we called it. We totally called it. We know Come this on. dog's Come behavior. On. Come on. How many times do you, you have to turn around to before you, he's like, oh, I didn't know you had a blanket. Hi, you're my favorite. <laughs> I mean. One thing I wanted to cover today was something that just absolutely drives me crazy. And I, f I forget about it until it happens, of course, obviously. But it's unnecessary details mm -hmm. that people bring to conversations, um, especially if it's somebody you don't know well. Or it's not a conversation you're really wanting to, like, nurture. It's, like, just a random conversation with a stranger or, a, at best, an acquaintance. And they just go on and on and on with details that make their story five times longer than it has to be. And it's details that are not relevant. They don't matter. Bottom line is the point they're trying to make. And it has no – it makes no difference if it was on a Tuesday or Wednesday, if it was Donna or Diane – and you know what I mean? Like, for instance, I'm going to tell a story. I was at church the other day. Well, we know that's a lie. But <laughs> I was at the market the other day. And I ran into this lady that made fresh pies. And she just made the best pies. I can't remember. Honey, what was her name? Was it Donna? Don it was Donna. It was Donna. And she made the, you know, it was, Di it was Diane. Well, honey, was it, honey, was it Diane? He doesn't know. It was, maybe it was Donna. Anyway, she made the pies and it was Deborah. It was Deborah because then I thought that's my cousin's name. That's what it was. 
Anyway, she made the best pies and she told me she's been making them since she moved to Texas. And it was so crazy because she was like, I moved to Texas in like 1990. And it was 89. It was 89 because that's when that's when my sister was born. It, it was 89. And it was 89 that she started making, she moved to Texas and started making the pies. And then she's like, I decided I didn't want to make gluten-free pies because more people wanted the gluten. You know, the gluten is yummy. And I decided, you know, no, it wasn't. It was sugar-free. It wasn't, was it gluten or You get my vibe, right? You get what I'm saying. All you have to say is this chick at the market <laughs> sold these pies that were foodgasmic. That's it. I don't care when she came to Texas or if her name's Deborah, Diane, Donna. I don't care, but they will continue with the story as if those, and this happened to me recently. I was showing my house in Nashville, and the woman asked about my refrigerator, and on the front of my refrigerator, there's there's no, like, ice dispenser, water dispenser. It's inside, and she said, um, does it have an ice maker? And I said, yes, and I pulled out the freezer, and I showed her its thing, it's good. and that's the whole reason I bought the fridge, as I liked how the ice was dispensed. <clears throat> she decided to go into a spiel about on New Year's Eve, she went to a party and it was a themed party. Stay with me here, okay? Um, it was the 20s. People were dressed like flappers and mobsters and, you know, the 20s era. And it was really cool. And they had all these really cool snacks and cocktails. And in some of the cocktails, she had these ice cubes where she had frozen uh, twigs of rosemary and then they poured prosecco over it and it was just so really it was just really pretty and that took her like I'm not joking four to five minutes and that's a long time for a non-interesting conversation that means nothing to nobody and I literally looking I'm looking at her going I'm feeling we're going to circle back to an ice maker in this story and we didn't but it was about the rosemary ice cubes I'm not gonna lie I want to make these ice cubes now however I didn't have time to talk to her about nothing because I didn't care and I had other things to do why do people do that why do people ramble one you're either a people pleaser two you're lying three you want to <laughs> be interesting that's my take. I'm a rambler, but not like to that degree. You don't, you don't do that. You don't. I no. would literally slap you. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, I'm not that bad, but I do add unnecessary details. Like I'll say last Tuesday, but I don't go, was it Tuesday or Wednesday or Friday? <laughs> or it doesn't, that doesn't matter. No. Like even if I, it's the wrong day, I'll continue with my story because it doesn't make a difference. Mm -mm. But most of the time want like people who lie go into detail see that's the problem with me is I go into detail but I don't lie so it sounds like if I'm trying to get out of something or like I can't make it to something because I'm sick I'll go into like why I'm sick <laughs> what's wrong super detailed right and so then you're the person that's like okay I didn't need all that information you could have just said you're sick or I'm lying and I don't lie for the most part, like I, I am a terrible liar to begin with. So, but I do that. And then I'm like, it probably looks like I'm lying. Stop on my head. But I'm not. Yeah. But yeah, 
that's what I've learned is it's either lying, people pleasing is like, I don't know how that would. I don't know. I think it's just a matter of they are so social that they feel like you're just part of the family and that those details are okay. Like they just. I think that's what it is though. I think maybe like I think that. Okay, so we both know a specific person that when this person wants to get out of something, and it's harmless, you know, but this this person will, will lie to get out of whatever that is. And they'll go into these just obnoxious details, and then they'll repeat the details over and over why they can't go to whatever it is. I don't know if that's people-pleasing or just like an insecurity. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Just like in in medicine, okay, working in medical, you kind of learn in more urgent situations, if you're going to give doctor information, do not give him fluff and adjectives. He you does, just give him the facts. Right. And fast, you give him what he needs to know immediately, and you don't do us, and you don't do I'm not sure's or possibly's or probably's. You give him facts, and then you let him take those facts from there. So maybe that's kind of where I've learned to chop down nonsense. Maybe that's kind of how I was trained. I don't know. Just spitting facts like Eminem. I'm still gonna make the rosemary ice cubes though. Well, I mean, so then it wasn't for nothing. It really was. (laughs) I mean, what is it? It's just frozen. She just puts a twig into an ice, um, you know, a thing you make ice in, and it freezes, and it's just pretty. I've seen people do it with flowers too. And it is pretty. But we can, we'll do it and we'll show the process and then show the, yeah, we'll do it on social. Anyway, I just couldn't, I couldn't handle that. Well, that kind of goes into the next point that we have about the bandwagon thing. So she got you to do it. So is it because she she did it? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe she influenced me and I didn't even know it. She did. Maybe. Our next, our next topic here, social media influencers. And just the age of influence, mm-hmm. because it's powerful. There's so many people on TikToks, on, on TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, everywhere. And what I see getting influenced, like being influenced, is like products, like makeup, where they can show, mm-hmm. you know, this is how I look before, and this is how good the coverage is on this makeup, or look at this. Um, you know, my skin or skincare where they show kind of a time lapse, something that's a little, not quite tangible, but a little more, you know, truth behind it. There's more facts behind it where it's more compelling Mm -hmm. to click below and buy that product. It's amazing though, how much trust we put into these influencers and say, okay, their word is Bible. What they say goes, I need this because she did it and it look at her mm-hmm. and I want to be like her. Mm-hmm. The other thing is products from like Amazon. People are decorating their home and they'll have so many million followers and then put link below and I'll send you these products and they'll it'll show them decorating their living room mm-hmm. with a new rug and you go, ooh, that rug looks just amazing in her living room. 
But her living room is also in a $2 million house. Mm -hmm. It's like, I live in this little condo. If I throw this rug down, it's still a condo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But people see it as, I want my house to look like hers. So it's that mental influence that just is amazing to me. So what are what are some things that you see that influence you? Like So the latest one was Bunny. Okay. She did the peach and lily from I got mine from Ulta. But it was the serum, the face serum. Mm-hmm. I saw it on I wasn't even I don't even need face serum like I have plenty. But you did. And, and so I was just scrolling and she's like, okay, people are asking about my skincare products. And then I started looking at her face and I was like, her face is like glass. Yeah. Like she has a great She has the best glow. Yeah. And so what did I do? I got in my car and went to Ulta and got it <laughs> that day, like five minutes after I saw it. Yeah. And then she also has the Menavis mm-hmm. skincare, which you got, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So, yeah, so she influenced me to get it, and then I influenced you. You did. To get it. And I got the peach and, and lily, too. Got, yeah. <laughs> See, currently, what I want is, mine is a lot of food. So, like, I have this candy, the freeze-dried candies. Mm-hmm. Um, one is Skittles. I want to try them. And then there is another one that you've never heard of it, the Chamoy Pickle. Mm-hmm. The one that like stains your fingers red. It's a red pickle, and you stuff like talkies and oh. wrap it in a fruit roll up. We're gonna that get is it. So okay. gross. We're going to get it, and we're going to do it on a social media reel. Okay. And we're gonna try it. Okay. I can't wait. It's gonna happen. And then the other thing is, there are these sour candies. They're like they look like gushers, mm-hmm. but they're super sour. I want to try those. And where do you get those? Those are, this is all on TikTok shop. Okay. So the pickle though you make, where do you get the red pickles? They, they send it. You buy the kit. So it's a chamoy pickle kit and you buy it off of TikTok shop. There is a candy shop on TikTok that I found. Tell me why at 10 o'clock at night. I am watching this ASMR candy shop, and all they do is they pack trays. They have, I think it was 10 million followers. I, it may have been more. And I couldn't stop watching it. Like, I kept scrolling to the next one, and I'm like, why is this entertaining, and why am I watching this? Because they're warping your head. Are you a follower? I'm not. I, it takes a lot for me to follow somebody. Okay. Like, I can watch your content, and then I'm done. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. my my TikTok is way different than your TikTok. Yours is, like, puppies and <laughs> makeup. Mine is candy and drama. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> I mean, I don't have drama in my life, so have I have candy. to watch somebody else. I do. <laughs> you, I need that candy, though. Yeah. You eat, okay, so we have to get... Chamoy pickle kit. So, and we have to get the sour candy gusher things. Yay! That sounds amazing. I can't wait. All right, so follow up on that. It'll be your new favorite snack. I don't believe that the pickle stuff with talkies. You don't even like talkies. No, I don't even think I've really had one. I think I tried one, one time. It was the blue one, though, right? I guess. I don't know. Because you said they were disgusting. Yeah. You said, and I quote, 
this is your ghetto coming out. <laughs> so that anybody right. that likes Takis, I am right there with you. But it So you your... impale a pickle with Takis. You stuff it inside the pickle yeah, and wrap it in a and fruit it's roll. Like, and then is... you've got this sauce. It's like red sauce that you, it's like a sour sauce. And then you wrap it in a fruit roll. And what is the flavor of the red pickle? Is it hot? I really don't know. Fantastic. So we're just going to just trust these people to send us this infused pickle. And then we're going to influence people to buy it. No, we're not. No, we're not. I think we're <laughs> going to do a public service announcement. Stay away. Because one of us will end up on live support. Did you see the hot chip challenge? No. People actually ended up in the hospital. Oh. Because it was so hot. It burned blisters. You know, Demps? Yeah. She was one of them, I believe. Mm. She ended up in the hospital with blisters because it was a hot chip challenge, and... I'm too old for that. It may not have been Dems. I don't... I think it was. Unnecessary and, details. Yep. See, that's fine. <laughs> there we go. Yes! It might have been important because if somebody went back to see if Dems with you the blue You just say chip, a girl on TikTok. <laughs> that's not as... That's boring. <laughs> well, no. I mean, this is a podcast. It's meant to be entertaining, not... But is it basic? Though? You're basic. I'm basic. That's fine. I can I can live with that. That's fine. Well, one thing that I found amazing was watching the whole influencer, you know, generation. This is what we are. This is what we do. Everybody shops on Amazon and LTK and storefronts and all this jazz. But then, like this new wave of products are coming out. I've seen on Instagram. And it's influencers selling friggin' perfume. How do you influence somebody that they're going to like the scent of a perfume? That seems so freaking bizarre to me. But I have seen people, girls go, unbox, oh my gosh, this latest Tom Ford, whatever it is. And then it's like, here's the reveal. Oh, oh my gosh, I could eat this. I want to eat my hair. I heard a girl say, she sprayed it on her hair and she wanted to eat her hair. Then I heard a girl say she wore it to a bar and a man said he stopped and said, if I wasn't married, I'd ask for your number just on how you smelled when I walked by. That is total freaking bullshit. <laughs> Sorry. That is, that didn't happen. It didn't happen. Nobody is going to find their soulmate. Okay, they look. I I found my soulmate, and he left as a family because of my scent. He didn't even see my face. He's like, I don't care if you've got butter face, <laughs> you are fine because you smell damn good. That didn't happen. So that I I mean, this is multiple influencers spraying their perfume and then coming back and going, I'll let you know how the scent lasted, what response I got. Like she went out and was like, can you smell me and tell me what you think? Like, what do you mean? What response you have you ever had somebody stop you ever and say, you smell nice. Well then apparently you need some of that perfume. <laughs> I mean, I've had people say, what are you wearing? Really? But like women. Yeah, I have. Maybe. I don't know. But I don't I've think... never had like somebody say, I'm going to leave my wife and kids because you smell good. So I just, I'm confused by this because it's multiple influencers saying, okay, these, I'm going to unpackage this. This is amazing. And then they're selling it. And then people are commenting under it, which, you know, like they're asking questions pertinent to buying the perfume based on this person loving it. 
Well, you know, some people love the smell of patchouli and that smells like Woodstock gone bad. Like, but if it's your scent, that's great. But like, what if you got something and it smells like total armpits or butts? It's so, and you, and this perfume is not cheap, mind you. Tom Ford, some of this stuff Mm -hmm. is not cheap. It's a few hundred bucks. And they're influencing by their response of, oh my gosh, this is a game changer in their reaction and their dramatic response and their they're so they're selling something that's impossible to sell, but you're buying it mentally based on her excitement for it. Mm-hmm. And that is so jacked up. And I cannot believe I bought two bottles. <laughs> two different people (laughs) I did (laughs) and then I'm like it wasn't bad but then I'm like this is okay how much was it um the um one was like two hundred dollars okay so you paid two hundred dollars for something that wasn't bad yeah like I wouldn't go on social media and be like oh my gosh like smile make it back I'm going to spray it on my dog. Stewie's going to be snatched. So I did fall into it. I did it. But then I step back and say, the influence is legit. It's powerful. These people earn your trust. And then it's like this bandwagon effect. And everybody's in it. Everybody's doing it. And, And the sad thing is a lot of people, most people probably don't have the budget to spend that kind of money. And you're kind of like, because the higher the price of the item that they have an affiliate code mm-hmm. for or whatever, obviously the more they're going to make. Yeah, that's true. That's why I like to do pick items that I like to put out to say I recommend this. One, because it's actually something that I recommend. Like, I'm not going to go, oh, this is the greatest thing. And then you're going to get it. You're going to be like, what was this? Because then if you lose people's trust, there goes... I guess some people don't care, though, because you get new people every day who are like, oh, I want to be like you, so I'm going to do this. But I think being a person who people can trust is a big deal and actually trust you. Like, if I'm going to spend $200, I want this to smell exactly like you said. But that's difficult because she may like sweet pea or whatever, and that's disgusting. Like, I hate that. You do. Mm -hmm. It smells like... I don't, flowers and butts. Yeah, it's too much. I think most of the time, though, when you are influenced by something and you get it, it's a lot more lackluster when you get it. And it's like, oh, mm. it's not presented, you know, Mm. like you have to really get past the, you have to get past the presentation of the excitement of the person selling the product and really look at the product and say, am I going to use this? Do I really like this or does it look cute on her in this lighting with these shoes in this million dollar house? Is it going to work the same for me? And you have to kind of put yourself in check, I think, and step back and say, no, it's not all that. That's not worth $85 for that pair of pants or that top. Yep. Clothes are different too. Like it's just like perfume. Like Mm -hmm. you said, 
you can tie up a shirt to make it look a certain way. And then you, you know, you don't see all aspects. You only see what they want you to see. Right. It's just like what I said with what I follow on drama. Mm -hmm. My theory is that they're all friends, Mm -hmm. but they all act like they hate each other online. And it works because I am one of those people. I check every single one of their pages every night before I go to bed. And they're about (laughs) eight years younger than me. And I am wrapped and I don't even want to be like, I'm like, don't, I don't want to know. No, I don't. I sure don't. I do not watch things like that, but I think we should start fighting now. I think we should just do a podcast and pick on each other the whole time until somebody or both of us is crying and Stewie's hiding. It works. Let's do it. (laughs) I have to say that I am going to apologize for the construction beeps and grinding in the background because directly behind my house, they're building a gym. And that's all well and great. And they have not been working for days because of all the rain. And today, they're full of force the day we schedule a podcast. So, and Allie wasn't feeling well. We would have done it yesterday. So I blame her for all of this. It's all my fault. Yeah. So I think that's the start of our drama. That alley girl has problems. Yep, we have our new um, social media reels. We can just hound each other. Like, I can't believe you. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. We just talk smack about each other, and then people are like, who is this Andy girl? And then they go to yours, who is Allie? And then it's like, oh, my God. Like, it's it like works. days of our lives. I just promise. Much, much worse if that's possible. I promise the group that I watch, I promise they're all friends. You know, you think about it. That drama is just like the whole days of our life. The whole, what is that? Soap operas, right? Women watched those in the 70s and 80s like. Yeah. Like that was their life. You had to tune in to see the story. And it, a lot of older ladies call them their stories. That was a thing, but that's just the same thing. It's just drama and perceived in a different way. It's just put on a different platform and a different generation. So what people are obsessed with seeing people's lives fall apart. <laughs> that's well, the terrible. The crazy thing is, is that the people that I see, because you'll see grown women like me, but that are older, there are 40s and 50-year-olds mm-hmm. that are commenting on this page going, I am so invested in this, and I don't even <laughs> understand why. And I'm like, because it, I don't think any of it's real. It's so bizarre that it has to be made up. Yeah. It's kind of like the Real Housewives thing. Yeah. Those women are not Gen X or Gen Z or whatever i guess they are gen x i don't know maybe the difference is their lives are a lot more glamorized than or glamorous Mm -hmm. than what is on tiktok tiktok they just keep it real like the two girls half the time they're not even wearing makeup but they're you know they're still cute whatever yeah but it's like me i do that i don't wear makeup i'm still freaking adorable i'm like i can't wash this adorable off (laughs) maybe she's born with it no she's not (laughs) <laughs> it's Botox. <laughs> Maybe it's Botox and fillers and facial procedures. Hold on. To to go base off of that, I saw a really funny thing on TikTok. That was this girl, and she had the lip fillers and Botox and all the things, but she was literally the color of an orange. Like, she was orange. Unnaturally tan, if that's what you want to call it. But it looked like she rolled in some mud. And her whole... Uh, story was that we need to quit with the filters 
<laughs> and this guy stitched it and he was like are you kidding me he was like you are a walking filter <laughs> like he was like you know the only difference is is on social media it shows what filter you have down at the bottom he was like you're walking around you need to have a tag with what filters <laughs> your um filler you have and filler's great but like she she was all the things and i was just like but then she was going off on people yeah, who look using fake. filters yeah well i say i don't gripe about anything people do because it's mean and that's where i sit with that but especially when you look like an oompa loompa it's probably not a good idea to point your finger at other people and go why do you look like that no. i'm naturally gorgeous look no nobody is not on social no. nothing on social is real i don't care who it is except me and i'm adorable even with makeup off that is a that is an example of sarcasm. <laughs> Jumping into the next segment, which circles back around to the hydrate spark, which is my water bottle we talked about last time that reminds me to drink by lighting up on the bottom and sending me cute little text messages. Um, the reason I got the hydrate spark was because I had a kidney stone and I developed the kidney stone in July of that year. And the doctor, the urologist said, you know, end up, I ended up in the ER doctor said, you know, you can try to push this through. It's a really painful process or we can go in and remove it. I did not want to have surgery with all of my being. So I ended up in the hospital again in January. So from July to January, I had a few bouts with it. It would flare up and then it would get better and I was fine. Back in the hospital, I contracted COVID at that time while I was in the hospital. It was fantastic. It was the greatest month ever. January from hell. But I was using the Hydrate Spark to really push this thing out. I was talking about it on live streams, the whole thing. Well, I finally was having so many bouts. I mean, it was causing me so much pain. I was getting physically ill from the pain. I, and the, the doctors were like, stop. You need to schedule your surgery. So I scheduled it. But the problem was I scheduled it three weeks out on purpose. And the urologist didn't really circle back around to go, we should probably check things out before we put you under because this was like a full anesthesia big deal you know and I was not a fan well that three weeks I drank water like a champ right and I went in for my surgery and I was so scared because they're like we have to put a stent in then you have to have some stent removed blah 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 I woke up after surgery post-op nurse is standing there my first question was, did they put a stent in? Because he said, I may or may not. I don't know. And she said, no, we didn't have to put a stent in. Okay, good. Yes. There was no stone. Let me just tell you, my health insurance sucks. When you don't have a stone, they don't like pro bono, the surgery. Like, I still had to pay anesthesia, OR, doctor, surgeon, blah, 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 whatever. Are you freaking kidding me? The urologist I heard kind of through the grapevine had a freaking meltdown because nobody did an ultrasound on me first. I thought of it, but I just figured they would do it, but it wasn't really my job to tell them how to do their job. But yeah, I had a complete medical procedure for no reason at all. None. How long were you under? Do you remember? Um, it was about an hour because he thought he was missing it. So he was like, it's got to be in here, right? So he was scoping. He did a scope. 
And uh, what was the surgery? The lithotri- is it lithotripsy? No, lithotripsy is when they like shake you. Oh, it's yeah. like ultrasonic waves to break it up, and then you pass it over so many days. That's what you mm-hmm. had. Mine was him to go in and physically oh. remove that stones. It wasn't mine was not big enough for oh. lithotripsy. Okay. So, um, and then he was going to stent that area to make sure that everything was passing through. Okay. Yours was different. You had yours, what, t- 10 years ago? Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I was like 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was how, it was, was it 8 or 12 millimeters? I don't remember. It was big. Like, the doctor was like, wow. I remember when I ha- had started having pain that was like, I needed to listen to my body. I kept telling you, I was like, my back hurts so bad. Mm-hmm. And you said the phrase to me, we were in Hobby Lobby. <laughs> and you said, if you're hurting that bad, you need to go to the hospital. I Which was true. Right. But I don't, but I took that different because I don't do hospitals or doctors. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so basically I just need to shut up and deal with it. And that's what I did. And I was about to go back home. And you're like, why don't you just chill and stay here? And so it was about an hour later, I went to get to lay down and I was on the phone and something shifted, did something. And I fell to the ground like I thought I was paralyzed. And I remember screaming for you mm-hmm. and you came upstairs and I'm like get me to the hospital now yeah you were, were on the floor yeah mm-hmm. and then we got to the hospital and I my blood pressure was through the roof mm-hmm. and then you had to do all the tests and they came in they were like yeah you have a stone and then they gave me morphine mm-hmm. <laughs> which I don't even know what happened after that I know I was told I said all kinds of things <laughs> so but yeah, and then they had to do the lithotripsy to break it up. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it was like peeing glass for like yeah. three days. Yeah. Did yeah. It. So we definitely had different stories, different outcomes mm-hmm. of our kidney stone, but they were both brutally horrible. <laughs> like, I don't recommend them. <laughs> it, no, kidney drink. stones, don't do it. I'd rather give birth. Drink water. Oh, man. Like, so hence my hydrate spark, because that's what helped me pass the stone ultimately, but I just didn't know it. And I had a surgery I didn't have to have. But luckily, I don't have any more. I don't think you do too. You have any either. Mm-mm. I think we just each had our yep. one. That's what I drink about four or five. You can't see what I'm pointing at, but of my Stanley cups. I drink four or five of these, which is way over the water. That well, and that's I, a 30 ounce yeah. cup. And yeah. that is what? I think it's 21. 21 ounce. Mm-hmm. And you drink how many of those? Three? Two? I drink maybe. I don't do as well as I should. She doesn't get the party every day. I don't get the party. <laughs> it doesn't give me a party. It tells me that they're disappointed in me. All right. So I had my stupid moment in Nashville when I flew back to Nashville um, I had a list that I went to Target and it was there was an ice storm and it was a hot mess and it took like it was treacherous just to get into the store anyway you know those little steripods you put on the end of a toothbrush Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. I those are like my go-to I use them at home and they're good to travel with and whatever they're just my thing right now they have been for a few years well I wrote 
it, my list is on my phone. So it does, it uses autocorrect. Mm. And I didn't realize that. So I put steropods in my list and it autocorrected it to steroids. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm standing in Target looking at my list going, steroids? Like, what was going on in my head? Like, I'm like, I need to get fit now. <laughs> I need to juice up. <laughs> and I stood there. I'm serious. I walked around the store trying to make sense of what it could possibly be because I didn't really need steropods. You know, like it wasn't like, oh, we're going to, you know, I was just going to get them for the trip back. And I really had like this mental anguish of like, what did this mean? And I knew it was autocorrected, but I couldn't imagine and then I started questioning myself that I actually wrote steroids and I'm like, like for like anti-inflammatory, like medical steroids or like steroids, you know, like what was happening in my mind? So it's like, you know, Lysol wipes, milk, steroids. <laughs> they do say Target has everything. They do. And so I started thinking maybe I saw something, maybe an influencer is like, go to the steroid aisle and <laughs> Target, <laughs> you will be beefed up. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I had to share that. That was just a stupid, fun story. All right, Allie. Fact or BS? Does honey spoil? Honey spoils. That's the fact or BS. After how much time? Like, ever? Ever. No. You only say that because it wouldn't make sense if I said, yes, it does. <laughs> But you're 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 right. It does not spoil. So it has uh, low, low low moisture and high acidity, which keeps bacteria away. Mm -hmm. So it makes it inhospitable for bacteria. So they have found honey pots in archaeologists have found honey pots in three thousand year old tombs in Egypt because, you know, they would always pay homage and leave gifts with the dead that mm -hmm. they take it in their afterlife. And they said it was still good. My question is this, who was designated to be like, get Try a big, it. yeah, get a big gulp of that gut honey and see if it's still good. Like, how do they test that? I would not like, did anybody taste it? I'm sure they just took it to a lab, but I mean, like, did somebody be like, try that, get it? Did somebody be like, <laughs> Bees make honey. <laughs> no. You couldn't. I wouldn't taste it. I would. How else would you figure that out, that it was good? You just take it to a lab, I guess, and, and see if it's full of, do a honey test on it. Well, take it to a beehive and be like, what do y'all think? <laughs> Look, oh, my, my water bottle's talking to me. You can see it. it is. It's oh, in the big one. It. Yeah. Oh, there it is. It's like, hey. You need a drink. Hey, girl. Hey. Yeah. Hey, girl. Hey. Well, that's what we were just having a conversation that I am the one that does all the crazy things. Like I've done egg on my face mm -hmm. and like onions on your feet when you're sick to draw out the toxins and then um, honey, which it actually probably is factual and it's legit. That you put honey on your face. Mm -hmm. I do that too. Not recently. But it's supposed to be good for bacteria. Yeah. That like makes sense. To, if it's, you know, yeah. So that probably is actually. Maybe it makes you immortal. Well, then I will 
than I am. You can find it in the steroid aisle at Target. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I hear you have some sports ball facts for me. Okay. What team did Travis Kelsey's brother play on? So what is his name? Jason. Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. And mm-hmm. he played on a football team as well. Because mm-hmm. they played each other, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to ask you some questions then. Did Jason Kelsey go to the Super Bowl at any time? Yes. I think they did because didn't the mom wear shoes for both teams or something? Yeah, but I don't think that was – that wasn't a Super Bowl game. They were just playing each other, and it was like a big championship game. Okay. So Jason Kelsey plays football – and he played against Travis Kelsey, who's on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Jason Kelsey plays for the, duh, um, <laughs> do you know any football team? Yes. I know the Steelers, the 49ers, the Texans, the Titans, the Cowboys, the Chiefs, mm-hmm. the Gators? <laughs> That's not a team, is it? Uh, it is a team in some form. <laughs> I, it might be a college team or... I don't know what team does he play on. The Eagles. Okay, and that's in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Look at me. Look at me being an expert. The mom, when they played their game against each other... She had a jacket made, and it was half Eagles, half Chiefs. And I believe the game that they played was determining which team was going to the Super Bowl. But that was, like, last year. Okay. And so she said it was really hard for her because she had to be happy for one son and then sad for the other one. And But Jason Kelsey is super supportive. So, Mm -hmm. like, they were – they're out – and he met his team is out yeah the okay. eagles are out of the super bowl thing <laughs> the playoffs. they didn't make it <laughs> yeah. um but he met taylor swift at this last game and when travis kelsey made a touchdown he celebrated by taking his shirt off mm-hmm. it's freezing cold at the game mm-hmm. he gets out of the box chugs a beer and then is like lifting kids up to meet taylor swift and all this stuff but that's good camaraderie yeah they're good and he supports his brother they support each other that's sweet yeah they did it they do a podcast together so like if they ever want to have us on you know (laughs) we can totally do it we're here (laughs) we're here to interview them (laughs) all right so this wraps up our second episode of my mom has a secret dash podcast (laughs) So make sure to give us a follow, um, subscribe, like this podcast, and also give us some feedback on the podcast platforms um, because that helps us out so much. And stay tuned for episode three coming soon. But you can find us at mymomhasasecret.com. And that way you can find out all the platforms that we're on and get to our YouTube channel that way. That's the easiest way. Yeah. So till next time. Yay. Spare the unnecessary details. Bye. (laughs) Bye.